Welcome to Real Estate After Dark. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Castleberry. And to my left and your right, June King. What's up, June? Hey, I was, like, just, I was thinking I just love our music. I know, right? <laughs> I, I be jamming it sometimes, <laughs> yeah, low key. Yeah. Ryan is. He's he's remarkable. Yeah, pretty I mean, awesome. I talk about from a spiritual level to like an R and B level. The guys, we, we, I'm getting we, we getting them up here. And then it's so we're original, right? Like yeah. I just absolutely <laughs> love. Like if people listen right. to the lyrics, I mean, like it's just so dope. Did you come up with that? No, I made the beat, but he made the lyrics and all that oh, okay. stuff. Like, I, awesome. I wasn't, yeah. yeah, I'm not that talented. Yeah, okay. Ryan, okay. You do got a lot of talent stuff. Ryan, Ryan yeah. got some talent. Trust me, he's he's really awesome. So yeah. how's it been with you? I know we had Thanksgiving and I know. You still full? Yeah, I woke I up on after day after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and I wanted just a big salad. Like literally. I yeah, was like, I don't want wanted. That's, I didn't detox. want <laughs> detox, right? Well, my cowboys lost. Mm. Your lions you know, I want to feel sorry for you, but no, I mean, please feel sorry for me. And they got, they didn't just lose, we they got beat. We sure did. That was, yeah. that was the end of my Thanksgiving. That was your Thanksgiving? It was over. I didn't yeah. want no leftovers. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you like, you pack up the bag, you right. like ready to go. I was like, hmm. It is, no. yeah. I know. They will destroy. They will destroy. They talking about um, the coach. They thinking about getting rid of the coach. They huh? need to get rid of the coach. They you think to. it's the, time for a change? Mm-hmm. Ten years. He been with the co- the team. Ten team? years, and he can't get them past. I feel like three that playoff I, wins we since have. like 90, 97, 98 or something. Like that, whatever. So he been with them ten years. Ten years. You know, people are not loyal. Okay, he's been with this team 10 years and y'all ready to fire that's his an man. Invest, but that's yeah. an investment. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to go beyond the next level, you know, yeah. and you have to change things. You know, if it's in business, you got to, if things are not going right, you have to change up some things. You really do. Like, who, who would you, like, pick? I don't know. It's someone, I would like the old school, qualified, proven guy. Not the young guy trying to come up and prove himself. You know what I mean? I, I want re- I want results driven coaching. Hmm. I mean, if you're looking for that Latin business, if you're looking for a business coach, you're not gonna just gonna grab someone and saying, "Hey, you know, you're a new coach." Okay, I'm gonna. Sometimes they're so eager though. They they can they yeah can make because it they do want your business right. and they're you know on the grind trying to get running. But sometimes you want someone. I guess you're looking for that happy medium. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. most importantly, someone that aligns with your personality. Right. And that listens. Mm-hmm. But beyond that point, you know, what, yeah. what what's your niche? You know, yeah. sometimes you you, you choose things over niche-related right. situations. Yeah. And where you are, yeah. you know, in your business. Because everybody's different. Yeah. It's kind of sad, though, uh, 10 years. But I would could say that with the Lions, because everybody know, if you yeah. don't know, I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Don't feel you bad for me because I love Detroit hey, Lions. Hey, quarterback is from here. He's from here. He's from yeah, Highland absolutely. Park. But I think um, we're going to get um, a different quarterback. I yeah. think. So the thing is, is that. At first, I was thinking, I'm not going to lie. I was like, the Lions must have a curse on them. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. like, they... 
they have to go to they have to want to fight for you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I feel like we switch everything else but him. And yeah. I and my brother, because my fam whole family is diehard Lions yeah. fans, and my brother loves Stafford, but mm-hmm. I think that they need to switch him and maybe coach. Yeah. I don't know, but Yeah, it's all about who wants to fight for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I so I say if you have a certain quarterback and he's like, Oh, this team really responds to me, mm-hmm. that's your guy. Right. But if you have someone that's been doing it for a long time and he's you're getting the same results and they're responding for you. You have to change up. Yeah. So I think that that relates into a whole lot of different things. Guys, if things are not going well for you, change it up. Uh, change it up, right? Be a doer. <laughs> Be a doer. Do and more. Re- and remember, this is just our opinion, so don't come yeah, for yeah. us, okay? Like this you is- told me to change my job and right. be an entrepreneur. You know, but <laughs> you know? Steve Harvey said, listen, I'm mm. going to be honest. Steve Harvey say jump, right? And right. so sometimes we're fearful right. of things that... Um, just of doing different things. Like when I, I was growing up, mm-hmm. my mother told me I needed to go to college. I need to either become a nurse, a teacher, um, a lawyer, if I can make it that far. Right. right. You know, right. Uh, a doctor, if I can make it that far. But I really had options of being a teacher, a right. nurse, uh, work at the post office or work at General Motors. Cause I'm from Flint, Michigan. Yeah. And so General Motors is like it's really huge. Right. Huge there, yeah. And my mother's a teacher and my grandmother worked in the nursing field and she was a teacher. And so, those are the options that I had. And if you wasn't going to do that, like, why wouldn't you want to work for your life? But for me, it wasn't for me, you right. know? And so I was rebellious. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to go take a commission job and, right. and I'm going to do loan originating. But I did it for 20 years. 20 years. And people thought, like I was crazy Like my mother mm-hmm. And then When she started seeing Okay she could take care of herself So what What do you quite do And so right. Everything So it's okay You know um, You don't follow the money Right You follow your passion Right And the money will follow That is true Yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's good that you touched on You know Doing something And then it takes a while For your family to kind of See what you're doing And then start to accept you For what you're doing Right And then seeing You know So I challenge anybody that's out there that's going through that same phase, just, um, you know, keep your family top of mind and they will catch on a whole lot faster. Right. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. keep them top of mind. You know, let everybody know what you do. Do things intentionally. Right. Do things intentionally. intentionally. In our business, we do. We definitely do things intentionally. intentionally right. And that's what uh, the difference why people want to work with us. Mm-hmm. And know. let it be it be a passion. Study it. Um, you know, like oh, yeah. study. Like, 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 like yes, yeah, like like I'm telling you, when Larry, because a couple podcast mm-hmm. shows ago, when he bring the measuring tape, like he mm-hmm. like really like. Um, embodies, you know, just the 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 market and, and making sure that his client is going to get the best the best deal. That's right? right. That's important, right? right? And so if you follow like I hear so many people I just want to make more money. It's not about the money. It's not intentional when you just look right. at the money. Mm-hmm. Like the money will follow, of course, like any job or any career you take. But if you do it for the passion right. and be intentional, be intentional. the money yeah. will follow. Yeah, that's the same way. Even with you, just leading the charge, mm-hmm. beating people to the punch, right? over-communicating. Yes. You know, those are some things. When I think about June and just working with you with your, your loan origination, those are the things that you value. Yeah. And then people are like, Sometimes people just caught off guard because you are just on top of it. I'm up front and I'm well, honest. I and, I t- and I tell you, yeah. I don't kind of beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. And I try to explain in layman's terms yeah. on what this is because I, I don't throw like little jargons of, yeah. you know, this and this and Hiding that. behind yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And numbers you might not like it, are. but it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, we definitely have to be transparent when it comes to uh, one of the biggest financial um 
things you would ever buy in your life, which mm-hmm. is the housing industry. Mm-hmm. So cool. Well, let's get into this market a little bit. I want to touch people up on on just how the market is. We're going into 2020, an oh, election no. year. So that's coming up. And so I, I definitely want to remind all the Real Estate After Dark podcasters out there, go out and vote. It's important. I hear people say, my vote doesn't matter. So why should I vote? Just think about it. If it's a million people that think the same way as you do, then and they probably have the same mindset of the politics, the political reviews that you you believe in. Right. And if they don't vote, of course, it don't matter. So voting exactly. is very important. And it, it matters on the local level. Very it matters, much yes, on the local yes, level. Yes, very much. Yeah, because that really affects us, right? And so mm-hmm. some people only want to vote with the big election, right? Which I'm okay with that because I I do right. think it's important to vote because you want your political reviews or what you what you believe in to be representing you. Right. And I think at the end of the day, if you're not satisfied, you know, with the overall results of the, like, of the election, you do have some control at your state level and your local level to make mm-hmm. a difference. Yes. So when you when you do have those unfavorable results, just go back to your congressman. And the people that work in your city and seeing how you can help at a local level, because now you feel like you're doing a difference and you're making a change. Right. Right. You know, so that's so that's probably the most important thing to me is how are you giving back to your community? Mm-hmm. You know, what are some things you're involved in? I know I mentor in a Louisville ISD with Men of Distinction and I love doing this. That's awesome. If it's twice, um, two times a month, mm-hmm. you know, with meeting with my guys, you know, it definitely gives me a really big you know, emotional feel with just helping those guys to be successful. And then they look for you. They look mm-hmm. for you every time you come back. Man, right. when are you coming back? Right. You know, how things are. So I really think giving back in a certain kind of way is really important at a local level. So right. go uh, out and vote. Vote. Voting is important. Vote, Voting is important. Uh, I hate vote. when I hear people say, well, not hate, because hate is a strong it word, so I'm trying not to use word. that word. <laughs> but I am disappointed. And I have relatives that feel that way. And I'm yeah. very disappointed when I hear people say that. It's because a lot of times people fought for rights for uh, people of um, color to, right. to vote. And it's just not about people of color voting, but it's about everyone voting. And so it's really important. So just vote. doesn't matter who, whatever your political views are, it's important to voice your opinion. Right. So how does like voting affects like our market in the housing industry? So it can, um, so it depends on, you know, like who's in the office right. to me. Now this is just my opinion, right? Okay. So of course I don't have any facts because I haven't, now you kind of just sprung yeah, that one up on yeah. me. Right, right. Don't fact, be fact checking Okay, us. fact checking us. Okay, this is a Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I do think that it really makes a difference on who's in office mm-hmm. um, when it comes to rates and the market because, you know, how the market, like the unemployment rate and, um, you know, if we have jobs here right. and things like that, if they're going to be selling jobs to different countries yeah. and things like that, yeah. that Importing affects. And exporting yeah. more or less trade. Yes, trade. Definitely. That's important. And so I know that some people, the reason why they don't vote, because it's a lot. It's even, even though I'm into, you know, uh, politics, right. it's a lot. It's it a, lot. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of factors. Find out who your judge is and, right. and things like that, because it really makes a difference on what they believe and what they're going to vote. 
You know, right. uh, you know, so that's that's important to, to research a judge, your attorney general, you know, who's going to be the president, uh, who's going to be the mayor. So, like, the, all of those things are important. But Definitely. if our market tank, then that does affect our economy. Right. We want our economy to keep growing and keep moving. Right. Because right. if our economy is keep growing and, and keep moving, then that helps the poverty rate. Yeah. That's what the trade and all that comes into. How yes. much currency What's the value of our dollar. Yes. I know the Fed is expecting to be here what next week, I believe. Yes. So. You know, for the, the yeah. last time of the year, they are. And they're looking for those signs you talked about. Exactly. You know what twenty twenty is gonna, uh, what's gonna be in front of us. And I know a lot of people say in election year, you know, we take a slight dip. And I know with the housing market for us since two thousand nine, the rates are looking really good right now. They are looking really great, even though that they slightly because because mm-hmm. two thousand nine was like a horrible time, yeah, right? Of course. For not for a lot older people, right? Maybe that in their 70s or 80s because mm-hmm. they saw a lot a little bit different things than we saw. Right. But in 2009, for, I wouldn't say the baby bloomers. What, what What's our age group called? Not the baby bloomers. What are we called? Are we the millennials? No, no. The we, millennials. Is, no, the, the, that. I don't no, qualify no, no, for the millennials. No, no, oh. no, no. You too old, Larry. It could be Paul. That might be Paul, right? Paul. <laughs> I don't know what they call the... I don't know, okay. multifactual. I don't okay. know, it's Listen, something like that. I, I don't know. I'm a researcher. I can't remember what they call it. I know the baby bloomers are around 60. The micro, I don't know, it's something. Yeah, I don't it, know. It's something I figured so, so for yeah. us, that that was like a huge thing. And then so if you were in 2009, if you were in your 20s, okay, then you're seeing the effects that it took. And so we don't want that to happen again because if it happens, you lose value on your home. Uh, I mean, people were going to foreclosure. It was just an awful, awful situation. I do want to say, you know, the feds are mean next week. The rates are really good. Okay. Because I remember, I've been in this business 20 years. Mm. I remember when rates were 10, 11, and 12%. Oh, yeah. That's and that was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That, that was time. good. Yeah, yeah. So, and I remember even in 2000, I remember, and this is no lie. Right. I remember going into work and um, the rates were like 5.875% and the market had crashed. Mm-hmm. And I remember clients calling our phones like we got to work, like we had like 200 people waiting to talk to us right. because people were panicking, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't know what they was going to do. They put all their money in their 401k. Uh, this customer I talked to on the phone, he had lost half of his 401k. He was thinking about going back to work. Oh, wow. So he had to refinance his property, right? Mm-hmm. So the rates went, I'm literally in one day, I've never seen this in my life, 5.875% to 75 and one day I went to work, I left work, race of 5.875%. I came to work and I said, what is going on? Like, why are so many people calling in? Because we had like a little queue yeah. and then so it had like how many people was waiting for us. And they literally it'd be like 30 to 20. It was like over 200 people and it was flashing. And I was like, and people was on the phone talking. And I was like, well, what's going on? So my, my manager at the time, he was like, you need to get on the phones. Like, you know, people are panicking. We need to try to figure out some solutions for them and yeah, things like solution. that. And so that's the reason why voting is important. So we don't want to get there. Like, it was, right. I was scared, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? What is going on? Well, I, yeah. I think it's a lot locally. You know, you know, sometimes nationally we can hear news, mm-hmm. but then like locally it's different. It is, yes. You know, so when we are hearing how things are in the housing market and Virginia or California it still mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Texas. Right. Still has nothing to do with Austin or San Antonio mm-hmm. or Dallas Fort Worth, which right. is some of your fastest growing markets. Right. You know, here in you know, here in uh Texas is considered. So mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we heard around those times were we're hearing from a national standpoint. National, yes. It because I, I had a lot of different states. Right? Exactly. So yeah. So I I know your calls were too crazy because you're 
you know, you, you guys were cool. a nationwide kind of company. Yes. So I, I will challenge, you know, our listeners, to, you know, to listen to us when it comes to this market, because it is a lot that's going on here locally mm-hmm. that's not going to be happening nationally. Right. So, exactly. you know, as it comes from me helping people find homes, it's the same way. Now, the rate wise may be kind of more of a national kind of a deal. Right. But then it's also derived in kind of what company you're working for. And I know right. you do mortgage broking. Right. Right. So the advantage of being with a mortgage broker would be what? That. So I have. Uh, so the difference with the, the, the broker and versus just a straight lender, um, I have over 30 lenders. Okay. So that way I can shop your rates and to get you the best rate possible, right? Love it. So that's really important. Um, also, too, is that I don't want people to freak out, though, that the rates are, because the rates have changed. They right. went up a little bit um, in the last couple of days, but they're still good. Right. I don't think. Still record I, I, I could be wrong. I don't think I, can, I will see a 7% interest rate again. But... Yeah. I did tell people that I never would see a 3% interest rate. Like, I, I mean, yeah. literally, because I, I was like, if we see 3%, we we really going to go bad. And when the rates right. went to 3%, I was like, okay, maybe I don't know anything. But I don't really see the rates going 7%. So when the feds meet next week, they're not expecting to cut the rates uh, right. for 2020. Um the uh, policy rate, so this is what it says. The policy rate cut is not expected, but markets will be looking for signs of what may happen in 2020. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that means that the rates wouldn't cut. So, I mean, actually buying a house in this last month is like really, really good uh, just because I noticed that, um, you know, that the homes, like mm-hmm. you, you can hit on that. Have right. you noticed that the homes, are not selling as fast, do you think? It's right. Like I said, it's from a local market standpoint. So there's some communities I work with. Uh, I'll give you an example, like in, especially in like in Argyle, mm-hmm. six months of inventory just in my neighborhood alone. Mm. Six months of inventory. Now, just explain that, that to me because okay. like, just say So that basically, kinda. if I'm like a buyer and I'm going to look in a certain neighborhood uh-huh. and I'm looking at homes, I have six months to to find homes for families. Right. So families could actually have six months of inventory. So basically, it's more like a buyer's market. Right. Which you is know? a good thing for buyers. It's a good thing for buyers. So, yeah. I mean, uh, people are looking for homes and looking for value. Ask your real estate agent, like, wow, where is a lot of inventory at? Because I know I can get value in inventory. I know I can save money with a lot of inventory. But then you go to like Flower Mound, right. where the inventory is really low. It may be... 60 days in Flower Mound, but then it also may be 10 days in certain neighborhoods. So it really takes a real estate agent to go look for that data and find you that data and pull you that data that's going to show how they can save you money, how they can get you value, how they can get that uh, square footage just a little bit lower Mm -hmm. because this all calculates back to dollars. It all calculates about how much you're paying for a house and the value. Mm -hmm. And trust me, there's a lot of people out here that are getting some really good deals when you deal with areas that have a lot of inventory. And that's a good thing, right? So the inventory is. is important, especially Argyle, because I told you, I, I went out there, if y'all listen, mm-hmm. like I never, Larry's was, you know, telling me about Argyle. I was like, She's I don't like, know what that? that is. What, what, what and I had a meeting, is that right, right, And I had a meeting out there and then I was like, oh, this, in my neighborhood. I said, oh, this is where Larry lived, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Larry live in the whole, the whole yeah, area, okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Larry so, owned all this. And it's absolutely, <laughs> and so it didn't take me that long to get out there. Yeah. And it's absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Great schools. So you'll be able to negotiate price. Negotiate if, price if you have a ne- negotiating price if you have a lot of inventory. Because everybody's sitting on their houses and the houses 
have been sitting there for a while. So you're eager to kind of move on with your life, right? Right. So everybody's expecting, you know, everybody's ready for an offer for their house. So in certain neighborhoods, it may be good to list at this time. Mm -hmm. And now if you have to list, you have to list, right? Right. Because we all have things going on. Right. And so I think just going into 2020, when we're at kind of an even market, you know, things are starting to flatten out. It's not crazy. Right. You know, it's not, you know, we're not in a slump. We're not in a recession or anything like right. that. But when you do look at the scope of, hey, I would love to sell my house. What kind of value can I get? Make sure you're pairing yourself up with the right agent that's going to be honest with you mm-hmm. in the market conditions. Mm-hmm. And also when it comes to the seller's net, like what are you going to net from the house based on what they think they can sell it for? Right. You know, and so those are probably the biggest factors that I deal with right now when I'm working with buyers or even working with sellers is just being honest about the market Mm -hmm. and setting up some realistic expectations because, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not in the business to kind of fluff, you know, fluff what could happen or what could happen. I want to give you the most consistent data possible. And that's the the best way to do it. It is the best way to do it. So it's a little bit of that honesty type of deal. But yeah, I mean, buyers right now, I mean, the rates are favorable. Mm -hmm. They're still good. Even though that we had a rate increase, they're still good. I mean, the inventory is favorable. Yeah. I mean, the housing prices were up 3.5% over year over year. Wow, that's pretty you know, good. And the prices increases month to month are about flattened out at 0.5%. 0.5, so okay. So you're definitely, and that could be different in depending on which county, depending on which city, depending on what school district you want to look into. It's all variable. Right. You know, give us a call. Give me a call, you know, 833-224-8227. Let me figure out where I can put you at and then what these certain neighborhoods look like. So... And he's going to do the most research. Like Larry. Let me get the research going. Like he is like all about the curve appeal about um, like if you say you want a certain size room, he's just not going to just just throw you in there. And he he actually listened to detail. That's the most important thing. Because I hear a lot of clients say, they're not listening to me. You know, they're not telling me, you know, I'm telling them this is what I want. And they keep taking me to the wrong place, but not with Larry. So he's going to listen to the details. He's not going to waste your time. Right. I want to do everything on the front side as much as I can. Because I think I think we should find you something real quick, and not make it a a really quick decision for you. But I've eliminated everything you didn't like, and right. I put everything in front of you that you actually do like. Right then, you so, got so many choices. You like, yeah. oh, now I don't know which one I want. Now right? you're just having some dinner at the house. Okay. Like, what I want to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? I like so it may come back into point back to me. Like, hey, let's start negotiating something. I'm like, okay, let's now I get to have some fun. Have some fun. That's you know? fun, right? So I think that's the fun part about you know continuing to do our job. So. Mm-hmm. I want to read, though, um, the marketing minutes, right, where it says mm-hmm. the housing. It says federal regulators express caution, optimists in the use of alternative credit models to expand access to credit, enable consumers to obtain more favorable rates and turns. Ooh. So that means. OK, alternative that, credit models. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. So that means that. Um, so people don't understand is that Fannie and Freddie Mac is the investor. Okay. Okay. So when you have your loans with Wells Fargo, Bank of America, United Wholesale, uh, Mr. Cooper, a lot of people might know about Mr. Cooper and Nation Star. Nation Star, Mr. Cooper are the same. They think, oh, that person owns it. Fatty and Freddie Mac owns it. Hmm. And so Fannie and Freddie Mac is coming up when they said federal regulators, which is Fannie and Freddie Mac. Mm-hmm. They're coming up better ways to be able to, uh, you know, be able to help the consumer get more favorable rates and turns. So which is really great. 
That's good. So they're probably just looking at different models and seeing and scaling. Yes. Uh, basically, you know, who could qualify for this and who can qualify for right. that. That's actually kind of a benefit. It is a benefit, right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, um, you know, that especially in 2009, because mm-hmm. we were too relaxed yeah, before yeah. 2009. They had to tighten some things Ooh, up, right? They, they really tightened they, it up. They tightened it too well, much. Well, it was really hard. And then they started loosening up a little bit more. Yeah. And so what they're saying is they're going to expand it and they're going to do responsible financing, right? Not okay. to be really relaxed like they were. Okay. Right. But they were being too strict. And so they started loosening it up. They've been loosening it up. And now they're saying that they're going to expand it a little bit more to be able to Loosen help more. Up. Yes. So that's a okay. good thing for 2020. So, so to the to the consumer, it could be like, hey, I had a, maybe you had a 30-day late payment and you had to like explain right. why the 30-day right. late payment. And so maybe they're saying, okay, you had a 30-day late payment on this and well, we don't have to have you expand on it. Right. You know, just kind of putting it in a box of kind of... Or a lender model. qualifying for it, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, because you know, normally they wouldn't... Normally a lender wouldn't look at it. Yeah. Now they say, okay, let me look at it and let me get into some little bit more detail. Yes, yes, Okay, absolutely. so that could be a yes. specific example of different models. Right, absolutely. Or scaling of... Um, um, Debt ratio, right? You know, some you know different scaling of debt ratios because I'm pretty sure with certain lenders, you know, for an FHA, the debt ratio may be here. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at from a bank term, who's going to finance it? Then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we kind of like this one, right? We we can sit in this pocket, exactly, of debt ratio, exactly, because they seem to be proven over the last year. Mm-hmm. This model has been proven, so this let's refer- focus yes. on this model. Yes. So okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, that's big. That's big. That's you know, like thing. for me as a layman, I wouldn't know that. Right. Right, I know. You know I right, so like, like, yeah. How's so, that going to work for me? You yeah, know, am so, I going to get a loan or not? Yeah, you know? that, and that's important, right? <laughs> that's because what it is. life, I tell people, I say, um, bad things happen to good people all the time, and if you right. have lived <laughs> through life, life is going to occur. Life is going to happen. And situations is going to happen, and so right. what they're saying is that because you had life experience, which if you're in a certain age bracket, you should already experience that or going through, it and letting you know that it's going to be okay. Right. Yes. Definitely. I, I want you to read this, though, because okay. this is sound yeah, very you're where interesting. I'm at. Yeah, I just yes. saw that. Yeah. Go ahead. You want so, me to read, yeah, it? read okay. it? Okay. NAR forecast the possibility of low, uh, of record low housing inventory in 2020. A shortage could lead to higher prices and make it even more challenging for buyers to find a new home. So, what does that mean? Okay. So, like I said, this is back to the local aspect. Right. Because this may be true for certain neighborhoods. Right. In different states. In different states. Okay. And I know for Texas, just dealing with Dallas-Fort Worth, this is untrue in a lot of situations. Okay. So, this goes back to your realtor. And when when those questions like, hey, I want to move to this particular city, then we need to go start finding neighborhoods where you may have, you know, some higher, it's like, like you may have higher inventory in certain neighborhoods than others. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of what it comes down to. Because exactly. I see a lot of them right now where even in Argyle, I'm at, I'm six months of inventory in my neighborhood, but... Arlington is 30 days. Two months down the road is right. two months. Right, right. And Absolutely. we're still in the same city. Right, right. You know, there may be different schools, mm-hmm. but it's, I'm telling you, it, it is very, very regional. Right. It's very, very regional. And I think, well, I think what you may see, I think you may find... Uh, sellers that are out there, and when they say low inventory, then you may have sellers that may be on the fence. 
Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they said, hey, the market is kind of flat, is flattening out mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get like the crazy value that I want for over my home. So that may be in the sense of that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, but I think a lot where we probably may see is sellers that want to sell the house and put it on the market. They may have to. Right. You know what I, I mean? Right. I think, there, I, think, I think there's a difference between have to and want to. Right. So I think you may, even going to an election year, you may even still see some of that. Mm-hmm. But how many people are moving in Dallas Fort Worth? Right. Ugh. I mean, we're getting them from left and right. I know. I know. Because okay? it's still a good, it's a great market. And, and there's tons of businesses right. that deciding to move here. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. So I, I don't want to, you know, cause any hope for those sellers out there. It's like, man, I'm not going to get any value from my house. Well, let's talk and let's chat about it. Let's right. see what's going on in your neighborhood. Let's see what's going on in your house right. to find out where that value is at. Right. I think we need to have that conversation because that changes the narrative of this also too, record low. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a record low. I think there's a record low of people want to know the answers. Right, <laughs> right, I mean? right, right, right. I think, it's, you know, so you do have to have, you know, some updated uh, material, some updated data of knowing what's going on. If you're planning to go out and try to sell your home in 2020. So that's why you need to call Larry. That's right. And people like, are gearing up. People are gearing up for it right now. It's December. It's Christmas. But we don't look for, we don't plan a, for a month out. We plan for a couple months out, right? Right. I know my business. I plan six months out. Do you? I'm, I'm like, I'm like, in a, I, I know. I'm in April right now. Right. I do. I plan for a couple <laughs> you know months. I mean? so sometimes I even plan for a year. So yeah. when I'm building up, because that's why I tell people all the time, just because you're not ready right now. That's a good thing that you don't know where you are, and but you don't want to wait. So it's best to call, even if you're a year out. Right. I'm here to help you to tell you so you can be prepared for a year out. Yeah. Let's just let's spark a conversation. Right. Yeah. Let's start a conversation. Yeah. You know. Let's start a conversation. Let's find a roadmap. To success, right? You know, we Ooh, may be like at the, you know we may be at the we be at the start. Maybe I gotta get some gas first. I, I like that. Maybe we gotta get some gas. Okay, right. I like you know, that. Right. Yes. I open up my my Apple Maps. Okay. And put in a direction. Okay. And then we can get ready. <laughs> a road to man. Because listen, listen. I see this quote from Albert Einstein. Okay. It says, "Strive not to be success, but rather." To be a value, so that's a role value. Ooh, that yeah. is good. Thank you, Albert. Okay, yes, <laughs> Albert. <laughs> yes, and so being successful yeah. is kind of having the tools and having people like myself and Larry right. to be able to assist you through that process. Definitely. I mean, I think this is a great time. With Christmas is coming up. Everybody's all present, happy, and ready to go. But we got everybody has dreams. I got an email before I came in today, and someone said we. You know, for for Christmas, mm-hmm. we would like to find a home. And you know what? We're a couple of weeks away for Christmas. It can be done. It can be done. And yes. this person said there was a cash buyer. I'm like, oh, uh, oh this could be done. done. And ten, it's realistic. Right. It's realistic. Eight to ten days. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you've seen it done. Yes. Eight to ten and days. And it can be done. It can. And which is really great. And just think just because, you know, you're not that person that can't do cash or whatever. If you go ahead and start this, what's this? You, well, if you're financing, you're going you're gonna to be a New Year's baby. You're going to have your house for New Year's. <laughs> well, I tell you what. That's a I, good New Year's. I got one on contract yesterday. We're, we're shooting for the 31st. Oh, yes. I mean, right now. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, saying yeah. like, but if yeah. you call today, because you, you got to yeah. find a house. You got to find right? a house. Yes. I can find you one in 24 yes. hours. 
Yes, I know. I got. <laughs> I, yes, I got two overnight. contracts today, Let's and go. so we are going to close on go December thirtieth. Yeah, so go. Yeah, but I'm saying is like if you call because I want to, you know we like to be realistic. Yeah, because if you call today mm-hmm. and you got to find a house, we don't want you to rush into finding a house because it might yeah. take you a week or two to find a house. Then you might be a New Year's baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean people are trying to get before the thirty first to get that homestead exemption. Right, you know right, what I mean? Absolutely. So that's that's huge. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that's great information. So, market it for minutes. So that's market for that, minutes. That's yep. what that's what it is. And so, we just wanted to kind of give you guys an update on the market for minutes. And we really appreciate you guys listening to us sure and do. supporting us at Real Estate After Dark. How you can reach me? You can reach me at four six nine four three two two eight three four. And Larry can be reached at it's eight three three two two four eight two two seven. Great, and we're available for you. Everything that you can